Hello, welcome to another episode of Black Lions Airspace. I'm your host, Zachary Shadow. You can find me on social media outlets such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can listen to me on <clears throat> Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Pods, and other audio means. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel as I am looking to bring my show back onto there. Because that was really the origin spot for where I began recording. The G1. Oh boy. It's been off and running like a bat out of hell, folks. In a good way, it's kept me entertained. But certain results, I'm... Shaking my head, but at the same point in time, it's nothing new. We have some new players involved. The vibe is still kind of the same. The leaders of the blocks right now for me, because I'm not watching the A block go on today right at this point in time. I'll be watching that sometime after I return from adult Saturday duties. Let's just leave it at that. And if you actually listen to this podcast before, you already kind of have a clue what I'm getting at. The leaders of A Block and B Block right now. I'm happy for them because they're two of my favorite guys. I believe. However, at the same point, I'm not quite so much from the standpoint of New Japan doing what Naito, the current Intercontinental Champ, is on record of them doing. Naito, two years ago, when we get to December, He actually won an MVP award. Then he gave his thoughts on the coming Wrestle Kingdom. He felt that the double main event is really a slap to the face of New Japan talent because... A certain Chris Jericho, who was known for being in WWE more than any other place, just shows up and gets handed an immediate title shot. He was asking, what's the point of somebody like me going through a G1? Only for somebody like him to just come along and get the keys to the kingdom, basically. He would repeat that several months later when he's actually in the feud with Jericho. But at that point, is not only the Intercontinental Champ for the first time, he's actually defending the New Japan Juniors, saying, we should be talking about the Juniors right now, not about myself versus Chris Jericho or Chris Jericho overall it's about the juniors let's 
give them the shine that they deserve. I, Zachary Child, agreed wholeheartedly. That wound up being a repeat this year when Mox showed up. People took away from the juniors. The biggest thing coming out of that tour was the reveal of Mox fighting Juice Robinson on the finals of that tour. It really blew my mind that Mox did show up to New Japan. But how dare New Japan take away from the juniors when timed again, New Japan says that they have the best talent going. And continuing on with that, the fact that he and Kenta are at the top of the mountain right now in their respective blocks, as I said, I respect it, but it's not fair to somebody like a Minoru Suzuki who's been around X amount of years now trying to even get a sniff of the heavyweight championship. While these guys who some people mainly know from WWE just come along get put in this tournament are doing well. Which I'm kind of, I'm happy for. I'm happy for him. Especially from Kenta because WWE made his life a living hell. But back to the Suzuki thing, or somebody like him, I can understand. Why are you giving these former WWE guys the big rubs where these other guys who've been scratching and clawing for even the taste of heavyweight gold, they don't get it. That's one thing that's always confused me about New Japan, to some degree or another. It's not just New Japan, too. It's places like Impact, Ring of Honor. Why are you bending ass backwards for these guys? Yeah, sure, WWE may have screwed some of them over, but the story is in the build you give these guys a debut you let them climb up in non-tournament fashion let the crowds get used to them I do understand the Mox use though because he's a draw the guy actually brings asses to seats he really does. Especially given the time that he was in WWE. It sucks more so on Kenta's part because, as I said before, and I'll say it again, he got screwed by that company. Injuries aside, WWE didn't really use him. Mox is more of a WWE guy than Kenta is to me. Now that I'm thinking a little bit more clearly but the G1 standings right now I'm happy yet conflicted
That's where I stand with the G1 standings. Now, what will happen later on today, maybe tomorrow as well, I have no clue. Maybe Kenta will taste a loss to evil today. I don't know. Maybe Mox will go down to uh, whoever he's supposed to be facing tomorrow. If tomorrow's B block. I ask about if because New Japan lets their talent have some days off to recoup. Either which way, I'm still going to watch. I'm feeling alright in the wrestling sense. I just don't watch it quite so much because when the G1s are, are happening, I'm pretty much on my way to work. My bills are more important than pro wrestling is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anybody that feels that pro wrestling is their main lifeline. If that disrespect you, I'm sorry. But at the same point in time, as I said, my podcast is about general life. Real life for me means having to pay my bills, making sure that my fiance and I, we are fed. Not only us, our cat. It's not about the little landlord, grand aunt, whatever we want to call it. It's about my fiance. I'm going to keep going with the G1 just to see what happens. I believe that Certain guys will start getting their wins back. Will Mox and Kenta remain on top? I have no clue. Just because you started off strong doesn't mean that you actually end up in the finals. New Japan's proved that time and again. I thought Jay White was possibly going to go to the finals last year. Either which way, G1 is very, very hot right now, and that's in a good way. Even with the results, give me this over what's going on in WWE. I played nice with the Bagshaws for WWE in that case, or tried to for the most part. But with G1, I could be a little bit more critical or relaxed as well. It's a fun roller coaster. It really is. (sighs) Believe it or not, I'm smiling right now. Because it's been a while since I really gave a long talk about pro wrestling on my own. Not only on my own, but here on Black Lions Airspace, which is now over a month old. I cannot believe what's happened to me since 
this show began. And if you want to take a listen, there's a nice little archive of 24 episodes prior to this. Oh, man. It can only get better from here. I got so much I want to do, so much I want to say. Looking very forward to the future as far as Black Lions airspace is concerned. After 8.15, I'm seriously trying to get more guests on. Not only to talk about pro wrestling, talk general life. What goes on with them, how they keep on ticking. If they're podcasters, what makes their shows work to them? Oh boy. The ideas that are just flowing. I can't help but keep on smiling. And when I get certain people on here, I'm going to be smiling from beginning to end. Because I can't do this alone, only. I got friends. They've let me on their shows. Some people may not even have me on their shows. But the general community that I have on social media is filled with many people. It's a beautiful thing when you're not quite so much alone. When you have folks who not only love you, have some common interests with you. Some people I know are Power Rangers fans. Others are Voltron fans. Anime fans. Music fans. Comic book genre. The list goes on. Well, Thanks for listening to me, as Led Zeppelin would say, ramble on. Time to get ready to go do what I do on Saturdays. Thank you for listening to me again. Also for flying through Black Lines airspace. Talk to you soon.